What do you do to transform your 72 hours into the life you want? We share things we learned from tracking time, or Dana does, and you can hear some real-life examples of decisions being made from that information. Plus, our Squirrel of the Week will help you in your summer travels. All that and more right now. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. Dana, it's that time again. It is that time again. Time to overhaul our approach to living with ADHD. Yeah. And this specifically is our 72 hours that we talked about a couple of episodes ago, actually. Yeah. yeah. Episode then, number 155. Yeah, this is episode 155, but it was, I think, 153 where we first started talking about the 72 hours. Yes. And then last week we started with collecting data, right? Yes. Yes. And Realistic I, ADHD time tracking was a real focus of that. Yeah. We'll and I did not make a spreadsheet. I promise. Thank you. Did you do any of your homework? I did not. (laughs) That's okay. I I do. I really feel bad. It's been a brutal week, Dana. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. You don't need to feel bad because I kind of did mine in about a half an hour this morning. Well, I sort of, I did it a little bit through the week, but I, yeah. So uh, we were both right on track with with what you would expect from ADHD adults. (laughs) So if you, dear listener, are coming into today's episode remembering, oh yeah, I was supposed to track some notes, make notes about tracking and time and things. Well, that's all right, because this week, uh, we we're going to talk about it, and then and then you give you another shot at it, I guess, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There we go. And and um, you'll you'll get some insights about what we did and what happened. So let's refresh a little bit. So the seventy two hours that's the areas of our life that where we're not working or sleeping, and so that's kind of the extra time you might say that we have to live and to do things. Yeah, yeah. When you're and, not and then, not working and not sleeping, yes. Right. Right. It's the you time. Right. And your time. And then last week we looked at how do we get a handle for how we're spending that time because we want to get hone in on it a little bit so we can overhaul our approach to how we're spending our time. And that's what we're doing today. Good. And the idea is that we have data to work with, not guesswork. So that was the reason for what we talked about last week, which you're also going to share with us a little more about data collected and what to do with it. Yeah. And I, I, because if you recall, the original assignment from the woman where I learned this from said to track your time for a week. And I said, you know, if we can get three days of time tracking out of our, us, we're doing great. Um, so I managed to do three days and see, David, here are my little messy tracking sheets. Oh, I see. I, I like it. It's it, They are. They're messy. It's nicely disorganized. I'm sure it's organized, actually. It just is nicely not a spreadsheet that you overdid. No, it's just sort of, and there's question marks where I didn't remember what I was doing and I didn't write it down. And um, yeah, so it actually was interesting. And I realized that 
more days would have been good, but I don't know that they would have been realistic to expect more days. Because <laughs> three the, days, by the last of the third day, I was really pushing um, to sort of making it up. So I did it for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Oh, that's good. So you had a weekend day, a Sunday for you, a day off, if you will, and then two work days. That's good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And... um yeah, because Saturday was just, it wasn't a normal Saturday. It was really, really busy with all kinds of different stuff. And yeah, anyway, so that's what I did. And it did give me a good enough picture to be able to make some assessment of what's going on and to have some realization. Well, that's good. And I, I get the feeling that this is the kind of thing that once you get a little bit of data and work with it a little bit, you can probably just revisit it and collect more data, you know, notice new things as you, as you have worked with this a little bit. Yeah, because we really want to be working on this a little bit at a time. Mm. We're not making, expecting at all anybody to do these gigantic overhauls. That's not realistic. And that's just going to build um, shame and discouragement. We yeah. don't want to do that. This is, oh, here's what's going on. And this is the small thing I want to adjust. So it's small steps over long term. Good. All right. I like that. And, and then we can revisit it later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that we have to remember that we do not get to shoot on ourselves. We get to be kind and gentle. We're building the lives we want to have and not expecting perfection. Okay. Yeah, that's We're good. moving in a direction of our intentions. And that is such a powerful and important concept because the idea that we're going to suddenly overhaul our lives or, or overhaul it in 72 hours, which is, by the way, not the intention of the title of this episode. That just no. isn't real. It's like you said, like even if we made all the decisions to overhaul our lives, we would forget we did it. The, the, the best kind of lifestyle changes are the ones that you gradually make anyway, because then they last. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not realistic. We all have a lot going on. We Some of us have more work to do in these areas than others. And so it's we got to take it gently and realizing that we're looking for solutions. We're getting curious about what we can do. And not expecting this to be some perfect answer to everything. Yeah, that's good. And and does it bear repeating, Dana? I the the, the point of all of this <clears throat> is that we're aligning our actual lives, the time we spend, the choices we make about how we spend our time when we're not working and sleeping, with who we actually want to be. And yes. and we can't do that without a true assessment of what is actually going on in those times because we're usually all deceiving ourselves at some level or another about what's happening with our lives. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. we would never have that moment where we wake up and realize, Oh yeah, I never reached my goal of, you know, 10 years ago or something. Yeah. So it's who we want to be and also how do we want to live? Excellent. Because this impacts also the, you know, how our homes are, our families, our relationships. So it's, it really, it's a, the, who we want to be, and how we want to live. And thank you, David, for bringing that up. Oh, this is important. You're welcome. Okay. So let's go over the categories of what I thought of or options for, okay, how can you spend your 72 hours? And um, so I had friends and family, and that means relationships, taking care of your family, kids, partner, spouse, talking to people, connecting, you know, with friends and family. Okay. Excellent. Then there's the body care, eating, showering, dressing, hair, nails, you know, whatever, having clothing on. Um, 
brain care, which I separate from body care because this is my deal, but my big why for exercising, meditating, being outside, eating well, all of that is to help my brain work better. Mm. And my it it also has lovely benefits on my body care, but it really, I do it. My why is the brain care. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And that's what I encourage those of us with ADHD to do because it takes it puts it into a different to me it's a different motivation yeah definitely yeah yeah for sure home and money care so that's the clearing the clutter yard work bills chores stuff like that yeah sweeping the floor um then i had fun hobbies and community and this is an area with adhd we often think we don't get to do because we're so behind on the other stuff and So it gets very neglected. and But this is very important because it's what lights you up. It's what puts the sparkle in your eyes. And also I added community on here because I realized I had that out, giving back, mm. um, being being involved in something bigger than yourself, yeah, which I also excellent. find is amazingly important. And many of us don't do that. Yeah. And it, it just like the hobbies or the fun things that we don't allow ourselves to do so many times, those give us fuel for the other things that we want to do. They, they literally, you know, being involved in a community and giving our time away or our efforts away or doing something that's, as you say, bigger than ourselves, that, that for me at least, that creates fuel for, for other stuff. Yeah. And it, and also it, it increases the relationships, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's good. It's rewarding, good. fulfilling all yes. the way around. Yeah. So, and then the fifth category was goals. And this is the stuff that we want to get done. Maybe Mm. it's, you know, write a book or redesign a garden or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Build a side hustle, which I know is kind of work, but it's also kind of not work. No, it's not where I would, I would exclude this out of your 40 hour paid job. Yeah. Build your side hustle. Yeah. Maybe it's the second job and that's fine. You know, yeah. then, and we could start splitting hairs about, well, does that go into money care? No, I, you know, I think it, it's a goal. If you re- work in a second job, there's probably a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So those are our categories. Any thoughts on that, David Johnson? No, ma'am. I think we're, I think we're doing a good, I appreciate you just adding a little something to, as you've worked on this. To like the fun and hobbies, for example, mentioning community. But I, I don't have anything new to add. Okay. That's fine. No no shame. Mm. Just just want to make sure. Thank you. Since I'm the one that sort of did my homework at the last minute, I don't want to get all the glory. <laughs> and and shame the one who didn't do it at all. <laughs> right. It's just not who you are, Dana. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Since I'm well able to baffle them with bullshit and not brilliance, I got it done at the last minute. (laughs) Uh, I I appreciate that. And I could could be sitting here, Dana, and bullshitting both you and our listeners. And I'm just not going to do that. It's not who I want to (laughs) be. And you you look a little tired, David. I I feel it, too. And I'm drinking coffee because it's, you know, the time of day where I really should already not need more coffee. But I'm drinking more coffee. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Um, I almost went on a tangent, but well, I didn't. Thank you for catching and correcting. <laughs> thank you.
Thank you for having a bit of a filter. <laughs> Thank you, Dana, for having a bit of a filter. All right. So let's talk about how I realized I'm using my 72 hours. And um, we, if you recall from that um, episode 153, it's we were looking at how it's what's working, what's not, um, and any whys you can figure out. And then last week we were doing the time tracking. So I merged them all this okay. week. Mm -hmm. So what's going well for me? Now, remember, I have worked on this for years, all right? I do not expect any of you to be where I am on this because literally I have worked on this for 30 plus years, okay? Mm. Thank Got you it? for that reminder. Yes, duly noted. That's my disclaimer. Body and brain care, home, money, fun, hobbies... Um, community, the family parts of relationships, those are all going really well. Fantastic. Okay, I've dialed them in. That's really good. And I, and again, the disclaimer is helpful because I know I didn't track my time and I can tell you <laughs> uh, not, min, not that many of those are going that well for me. So yeah. Yeah. But you're in a tough spot in life right now. Well, but that's anyway. true. Yeah. Um, so i the uh, the one thing that I that's not is my fingernails look like an eight year old boy's much of the time, but you know that's okay. Um, is that because something. you chew them, Dana, or you? No, it, it's because no. I absolutely forget, and I'm ah. I'm always I'm either playing the ukulele so they're cut down to be short, or I have my hands in the dirt unexpectedly, and so they're short with dirt under them, and the cuticles all ripped up. Ah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. So, it, but it's not a big deal. When I go out in public enough, then I remember to do something about it. Um, and if people are judging me on how my fingernails look, well, they're not the people I want to be. Isn't around. that true? Those are not your people, Dana. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, so what's going well? All of that stuff I said. Why is it going well? Well, here's what the time tracking showed me. Okay. That I have really solid routines and habits that I have built over the years. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, so that so a lot of the brain care and the body care, it's just boom, 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 and I know what needs to be done, and I don't even think about it anymore because I built those routines. And that's that's a beautiful thing because you're not expending energy, any energy making decisions about doing those things. The decisions yeah. are already made, and that's what the habits exactly. allow you to do. And that yeah. just that structure, that's beautiful. Yeah, the routines and the structure, and that um, is so important. Okay. And and also I have a big enough why for the self-care. Mm. My why and and especially the brain care and the body care is I want my and the house too is is my I want my brain to work well. Yeah. And I have and we've talked about this so much on the podcast David is is we can see the direct connection between how I'm taking care of my brain and hence my body and how my brain works. Good. And energy I, levels and all of that. I feel that too so much. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I'm also determined to have as long of a health span as I can. So stay young and healthy as long as I can or feeling young and healthy, no matter what the numbers are behind my age. There we go. I'd love right. to have you here until you're 120. That's my goal for you, Dana. I didn't tell yeah. you that before today, but my goal for you is to, for you to live to 120. So, if I feel as good as I do now, David, then I'm on. All right. <laughs> good <Okay>. deal. All right. <laughs> That's the health span idea. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, not the lifespan, life but the health span. span. <laughs> it's an important yeah. distinction there. <laughs> and the other thing that um, why I've been able to do that is I've built awareness and determination of not settling mm-hmm. for having a life I don't want to have. And that is something, again, that's new to me over the last number of years. I was not always like that. Because yeah. I was so um, buried under the ADHD. And then once I started to get a taste for, okay, well, this is what it's like to have an intentional life, then i kind of refusing to settle for very long for what I don't want. And that is such an important idea. And I know we, we, we'll talk about that in more detail on a future episode. Not settling for something that we do not have to settle for. Such a powerful idea. And, and I tell you, Dana, and I know we'll talk about this later, so I don't want to just jump down that rabbit hole, but that's so important because too much of my life, I can tell you, I have lived not really feeling like I had a right to something better, that I didn't deserve it. Yeah. And and a lot of that was tied to unmanaged ADHD and un- like lack of awareness about ADHD. Mm-hmm. But we do deserve something better out of life than than just whatever comes our way. We can we can expect better. Yeah, and um, excuse me, my throat is foggy. <clears throat> um, and there's some emotional therapeutic work that needs to happen in there as well. One hundred percent. All right. So it's not just just oh I'm worth you don't wake up one day and say I'm worth it you're not a L'Oreal commercial um, it, I'm dating myself there aren't I but um, it's it's you may need to do the you know talk to therapists and do some self esteem and self worth work big time yeah big time. and probably you do I think most of us do yeah, yeah. unless we've already done the work. Yeah. There's work to yeah. do there if you yeah. have ADHD. Okay. Yeah. And remember, again, I've done a lot of this work for a yeah. lot of years. Okay. So what's missing from my 72 hours and what's going on there? So no, what is not getting done that I want to have get done? Mm-hmm. Okay. So a big piece of it is the relationships part, my friends. Spending time with my friends. One of the challenges there is I work virtually and I have for so many years. So I don't have a working situation where I'm making friends that are right. here. Um, and so I'm actively working to shift that. And I have many friends that I've had many, many years, but I often forget to reach out to them or I only think about it at five o'clock in the morning or when I'm in the shower. And when I'm done with work, Often, end of the day, I don't really want to talk to anybody on the phone anymore. Yeah, you're done with that. I'm, I'm sort of over it. And so that's something that's not happening as much as I want to have happen. Okay. Okay. Um, so what can I do about that? It's, it's a shift. And I realized texting, reaching out by a text and saying, hey, I love you. And can we, you know, I miss you. And can we get together soon? That's that's fine. And that kind of gets the conversation rolling to say, hey, when are we going to do that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I face this same dilemma 
And I have recently had to just allow myself permission to text people. I hate texting people. I really do. And that's one of those that, you know, partly because I forget to respond. And then, Mm -hmm. so I hate to start a ball rolling and then have them like volley, you know, there's a volley back my direction that I forget about for three weeks. And then it's like, it's probably better at this point if I never speak to that person again, because I've now ignored them for so long. So then how can you remember to look at the texts and respond to them? Well, it's two, it's two pronged for me. One is, one is to actually take the time to look, which I, I'm, I'm doing a little more than before, but it's also just setting clear expectations with people. And by the way, most of the people who I am actually friends with already know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they know yeah, this. We know. We right. know. So yeah. uh, it's, it's, that's both. It's just setting clear expectations and then also taking the time to do it. And, and maybe it's just, a, I don't know, if some sort of a reminder or a routine or uh it's yeah it's more than just the reminder of the routine for me it's also the emotion of it because i just you know don't like it conjures negative emotions to even open the messaging app on my phone mm-hmm. oh does it okay yeah i have a number of clients who are like that yeah because it's like yeah. it's 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 like when texting became part of our now i'm old enough now i, I yeah i'm talking about dating ourselves right I'm old enough now to remember life before SMS and before text messaging. And it's when that came along, it created a new way for me to disappoint people. And so mm. that's, it's in, it's in that, it's filed under a, a novel way that I can now disappoint people in my life. Well, do you have, do you like calling people better? Or phone no. calls easier? You don't like either. <laughs> so you need to just... Grow your beard even longer and become a hermit. And become a wizard, actually. Then I a can A wizard. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but what's funny is that there is there's an app that I use for messaging that I use all the time. And if people will adopt that, then they then I stay up more a lot more current with them. Not not a hundred percent, but a lot more. It's the text messaging itself. Wow. Not okay. good. Okay. Yeah. So if people like you and love you enough to want to be in contact with you, they need to download a new app. And and many people do. And it's always heartwarming to me when someone makes that adjustment to their life. I feel bad always, like, oh geez, I hate to ask you to do this. But why like, can't you why can't you just say, hey, I'm worth it? Well, and that's the thing. That's the emotional work we were just talking about a few minutes ago, right? Yeah. Like I'm am I? I don't know. That's a thing that I'm that I struggle with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Anyway. So I'll talk to a therapist about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's between you and your therapist. And yes. when's your next session, David? Okay. So and so this is an example, though, of thinking it through exactly. and, and problem solving it. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's really going on here? Right. Um. So the other thing that's not happening like I want is the personal goals outside of work. And weekends are often very full. Or if I don't have clarity about what I'm going to do, I do nothing. Right. And after work, I'm tired. I've never been a person and I've tried to adjust to being a person and it's not sustainable for me to be a person who after work, you know, launches into the next big giant project. 
Same. Unless there's somebody getting me to launch. I mean, when we were remodeling our first house and we were, you know, we had big deadlines and Scott was out there with the with the saw. Yeah, then I'm going to step in and do my part. Um, but now I on my own, I just don't. Yeah, but if you have to drive the process, think it through, create the plans and do all of the stuff, that is a work level event that requires yeah. some fuel and brain power and things that you've already used. I that's right. a, that's the way that's the way it is for me. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm lucky if I can do, you know, a few things tidying the house, a few chores, make a few, you know, call my mom and get food on the table if it's my turn to cook. Right. All right. And so that's part of this being realistic about all of this also. Exactly. Yeah. So what the shift I need to make, though, because there are things that I want to have get done, is I, I need to be a lot more intentional about planning my weekend, thinking through what are the next small steps, and making a reminder for me to remember that instead of this just foggy, nebulous um, of, oh, I might got to maybe sort of do this. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Now, here's what time tracking showed me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that all was just from my, um, you know, my little assessment thing. What time tracking showed me is that I spend from probably 20 minutes to an hour or more doing the New York Times crossword puzzle every day. Wow. Did And did that surprise you? Yeah. Okay. And some Sunday crossword, sometimes it takes me an hour or more. Yeah. And it's, so that for me, I'm not you, but as I listen to you, I think, good for you though, because- Well, and that's what I decided. Oh, is it? I love doing, yeah, I yeah. love doing the crossword puzzle. So good. Yeah. And, you know, and so I'm not going to change that one. I'm glad. I'm really glad to hear you say that because it's one of those things that sharpens your brain. It's interesting. It's it challenging. Isn't even that. It's it's escapism for me, of and course. I I love it. But it's got it's got upsides, is what I'm saying. So it's yeah, but that's not why I do it. I like, do it. Yeah, but you if know, you said you were playing Candy Crush for an hour, I wouldn't okay. personally be as enthusiastic about that for you. <laughs> okay. I'm not okay. saying that if you, dear listener, are playing Candy Crush or some other, you know, mind-numbing game for an hour a day that I'm not also going to be enthused. But I'm just saying the crossword has another, I don't know, There, you can sell me on the crossword. Okay. And there's a lot of cheating involved. One of my goals, oh, actually, I'm reaching one of my goal, personal goals is because I want to be able to do the whole week of the crossword puzzle without doing an inordinate amount of cheating and i've given myself a year to do that all right i like that that's great so we're six months in and i think i may need to extend my goal okay because right. there still is often an inordinate amount of cheating going on <laughs> anyway or um referencing yes referencing. That's, referencing that's the word for it appropriating hints from yeah search engines <laughs> from, <laughs> from dr google yes <laughs> And the other thing I do is I spend a lot of time reading, and I love to read. I mean, that's my thing. And I'm not going to change that. That's good. I'm just not. No, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. Now, here's what checking my phone. That was all time tracking. Okay. So it gave me a real bigger, ooh, that you do spend a lot of time doing those things, and that's okay. My phone use check, check checking showed me that there's a ton of texting and not necessarily appropriate timed texting, texting going on in my life. Okay. 
Yeah. You know, Appropriately so, timed meaning you're doing it. Meaning when hours, I really want to do it okay. or consciously saying, okay, this is what I'm going to text. So it's breaking into a lot of other activities and things. Okay. Yeah. It's shiny. It's very shiny. It is shiny. So I, I, I'm going to put more of the chats on mute and only see them occasionally and then really double down on practicing leaving the phone and turning the phone over and not... I, I act like someone texting me is them knocking on the door and saying, hey, Dana, can you play? Right. Ooh, boy. And this is part of my relationship with texting. That's, that's, that's tricky. But in the messaging app that I use, I had the same experience that you do. I text and, or message people at times that I maybe, maybe it's not the time of best choosing. Yeah. So I just want to have, instead of it having it splattered throughout the, my 72 hours, I would like it to be chunked a little bit more. And I, I don't know that I can do that, but I'm going to give it a shot. All right. That's worthwhile. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So then the other thing I stepped back and did is, okay, what are the things that are helping me personally use my 72 hours as well as I am? Okay. Because overall, I'm pretty darn happy. It's getting clear on your why. Why am I doing this? And being realistic about what you can and will do. Okay. Using reminders like a boss, you know, those reminder systems. 100%. So important. Yeah. And reminders that are set up in such a way that they work for you. That's that scaffolding, that mesh that holds your world together without having you spend any brain power on it. Yeah, absolutely. Building useful and realistic habits. Yeah. And habits in a way that you can slowly build them and learn to follow them. And then building ADHD-friendly routines. So you're guiding your way through the parts of your day where you need to do that. Excellent. So the things are getting done. And if someone's saying, oh my gosh, how do I do that? The Success Club is starting its next season in September. And... um membership is opening now for next year you will you sign up but you won't pay anything until september 6th and these are all things that we work on so i'm going to do a plug because if you want to be able to have your life work the way you want it with adhd we've i've got a program that helps you learn all this stuff absolutely absolutely and it's been a while since we talked about it so so I'm glad you're bringing it up because I have participated in it and it is one of the things that made me say, Dana, you need a podcast to talk about, you know, not just the success club, but obviously the coaching work that you do. But it is a fantastic environment. It really is. It's very yeah. helpful. Yeah. And it's even better now than it was when you did it. Well, a lot I'm sure of community. It is. Yeah. A lot of community sharing. And it's just I'm guiding the call, but they're all talking and it's just lovely. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's really, yeah. really good. So really the way good. to find out about that listener and and get signed up is to go to DanaRayburn.com. That's D-A-N-A-R-A-Y-B-U-R-N.com. And look for the information there about the Success Club. And you can also download a free something and sign up for the email uh, list there. And anything that you sign up there for, you will be, I'm you will thank us for it, honestly. I still notice the emails that come every Thursday, Dana. Every Thursday at noon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. I can set my watch by 
Almost. Well, almost. And it's not at noon for me because I'm on the East Coast, but it's uh, it's good stuff. So I did not do any of the time tracking, Dana, but I did. I, I have this has been on my mind. And there's one thing that I noticed that I'd like to share. Can I share one thing mm-hmm. that I noticed? Share. I noticed that I have been much more consistently playing the piano in the last mm. couple of months. And one of the reasons that I noticed it, I know I kind of knew that I was being more consistent about it already. And but I noticed it because I have a lot more strength all of a sudden. Like I I noticed a, a tangible difference in the strength in my fingers and forearms. And I was like, oh, that's from that's from the the playing that I've been doing. Cause it's a physical piano where the you have to move the key that strike it's not like a keyboard where, you know, it doesn't exercise yeah. your your muscles as much so i noticed that and also there's a couple of pieces that are more difficult that i've been working on that suddenly are kind of flowing right correctly and i'm like wow and that made me feel really good it was one of those things that is it's a long-term goal and i've been wanting to get back into playing and i let it sit for years and it's just been nice to notice some improvement there that's cool david and one thing i'm hearing you say that i might use for my ukulele is um you were specific about a couple of pieces you wanted to get better at. Yes. So it's honing in on that clarity. Yes. We were talking about earlier because when I say, oh, I want to play my ukulele more, but I don't necessarily know why. And there's a, cu- a couple of chords that I have trouble with, and mm. I would love to be able to change those faster and play them more quickly. Yeah. And so that is another little goal that actually I will do after work. Nice. Yeah. So there, I like that. Thank you, Dr. Johnson. Well, I'm glad I could contribute something that you found valuable, Dana. <laughs> it's always useful talking to you. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, this... David, do we have time for the squirrel of the week? Let's do the squirrel. The, the squirrel, squirrel of the week. <laughs> oh, I love this one. This is thanks to one of my Success Club members and clients. Awesome. Hol- Holger, I'm going to say his name. I don't think he'll mind. He told me how he does his packing lists for travel. And I just love this. And I've tried it and it's brilliant. Oh, really? Instead of just making this list, he draws a skeleton. Oh. He draws a skeleton. And then he thinks of the, okay, these are the things I'm going to be doing on this trip. And this skeleton needs, he's going kayaking. So this skeleton needs a hat. And then, oh, this skeleton is going to be lying on the beach, so this skeleton needs dark glasses. Oh, this skeleton might be reading a book, so this skeleton needs reading glasses. Oh, this skeleton needs shirts for different clothing. Sure. Now, my skeleton will probably need a bra, but all skeletons need underwear and pants and socks and shoes, right? Most, sure. (laughs) So it's, and it is the most fun way of making a packing list, the skeleton. I love that. That's a the great skeleton. That's list. a great tip. So hey, it's summertime. So if you're traveling, I like it. I like this a lot, actually. You know what it does hmm. is you, it's instead of just focusing on oh, what do I need to take, you're thinking about the skeleton, and it's much more fun. Yeah, it kind and of, the ideas just flow. It distances you from it, but it gives you the skeleton to work with, and it's it's just fun. That's fun. I like it. It's yeah. Yes. That's good. And um, you don't have to be an expert skeleton drawer. It can just be an outline of a body if you want. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Well, I like that, Dana, and I'm glad. And we did, just for the sake of time, we're skipping listener mail. But we do have some listener mail for future episodes. However, if you, dear listener, want to share your squirrel that you would like us to talk about or an idea oh, yeah. or a thought or whatever, you can send it to us. 
And also your comments and feedback about the show, you can send it to just drop us an email. Hello at kicksomeadhd.com. We read those. You can also send us an audio message, which we might just play on the show. You never know. I think if it's going to be sharing a squirrel of the week, we want it to be an audio We want message. it to be an audio. So just Because we need to hear the excitement. Absolutely. Open the voice recorder app on your phone, record a message, attach it to an email, send it to us at hello at kicksomeadhd.com. And you never know, we might just play your squirrel of the week on the show. Exactly. Or we might not. But anyway, it's, you know, you never know what you're going to get around here. You never know. It's true. Other than excellent, excellent content from two very charming humans. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, everyone. Go out. Have a great week. Use those 72 hours wisely and kick yourself some ADHD. Bam! So, what do you think? Is Kick Some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share Kick Some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard. <laughs>